I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to part two, everyone, to Private Parts Podcast. Um, this is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our life. Welcome, everyone. I hope you're ready for this. <laughs> that is my co-host, colleague, and dare I say friend, Francis Bull. You may say friend, yes. Am I allowed to say you friend? You have permission to say friend today, <laughs> but obviously. <laughs> now, to everyone, we also have the voice in the room. Hello, voice in the room. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Now, um... If you haven't, for some bizarre reason, gone back and listened to part one, please do it right now. We talk about my diary, as always, uh, me being arrested, um, and Francis' question of the week, which was, Francis? What was the first film to show a toilet flushing? Okay, and now I said it was The Sound of Music, so we now, because it's part two, we can have the answer, right? It was actually Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. No ways. Yep. Ways. And I believe... Are you serious? Is that actually I believe it's when, when he stabs her, she falls over and, and accidentally flushes the loo. Is that right? No, it's before uh, that is it? in the film. Yeah, it's when, she's, uh, when she arrives at the, um, at the motel. Oh, yeah. And she writes down the amount of money that she's stolen and the amount of money she's spent mm. on a little notepad. And then she looks at it and she tears it up. And she flushes it down the toilet. Oh, right. Go. Wow, God, that's really quite amazing knowledge you have there. That is, that, is that your favourite film? It's one of my favourite films. What is your favourite film? I couldn't possibly oh, tell. Everyone always says, I don't know. What is I, my favourite film? All right. I, mm, uh, okay. Um, top, top three. Spaceballs, isn't it? Spaceballs. got to be, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Or Jungle Book. And um, a Street Dance, Electric Boogaloo. No, I don't know. What, was, what is? I don't know. How can you have a favorite film? Okay, how can you have three favorite Back films? To the future, it's so I difficult. Think, Back to the Future. What? Back to the Future. 
It's one of my favourites. Yeah. One of your favourites is back. Or, to- or, or no, I've got. I mean, I'm, I'm or Rushmore. Oh, Rushmore's very good. Rushmore's brilliant. Usual Suspects, True Romance. Usual Suspects is classic. True Romance. True Romance. Patricia Arquette in True Romance She's is great. Is she is great. Yeah. The most look, we're digressing. Anyway, you know, Francis, that people have been emailing us. I know. I've been. I, I've have been, you been seeing? These I've emails? been seeing these emails. They're um, great. I would love to call someone today, but annoyingly, we actually can't. But we've, I'm going to read out some emails. Okay. So right. we have one from Luke Sheena who says, Jamie and Francis, first of all, absolutely love your podcast, and I'm also a big fan of Made in Chelsea. Hope the podcast will carry on for a while. Now, to let you know, I'm 16, so possibly not as serious as it could be, but I just needed some advice. I heard from a friend of mine that while I was dating my girlfriend, she got with my best mate on New Year's Eve while I was on holiday. She then broke up with me, claiming it was because I was a distraction for her GCSEs. Now, I'm not sure if that's the real reason. Oh, no. Should I ask him if he did... If I do and he says no, I'll still have doubt. And if he says yes, then I stand a chance of ruining a close friendship mm. as I've known him since I was very young. Advice needed, please. God. What do you think, Francis? Should he ask her? Yeah, I definitely think. I <coughs> well, think with I all think these he, things... I think he needs to ask her, really, you know. I mean... Do you think that's what we need, that needs to happen? Or maybe, maybe is, is it his best friend? I don't know. Why don't you read... Isn't that what you said? That's his friend. His friend. He believes it's his mm. best friend. Well, then maybe, yeah, he should ask his best friend. But his best friend might lie. Well, then... I think... I, do you know what, Luke? I think 100% what you've got to do is you've got to be honest. and Because and, otherwise you're going to have this complete doubt. When I was at school, I had uh, my best friend in the world, a guy <clears> called Charlie. Uh, I was seeing a girl. He then kissed her. Uh, and I was like, okay, whatever. I then went on holiday, came back, and they were actually going out. Okay, I forgave him, all this kind of stuff. They then went out for a few months, whatever it was. They broke up, and I slept with her mm. after they had broken up. This was our first year of school. We had five years of school. He didn't talk to me to my last year of school. Really? Yeah. God, how how that. old were you then? I was, it was 14 to 18. Right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so intense. And then I, I had this other story the other day, so about these two guys, actually one of them, we sort of know. Anyway, two best friends... One of the friends said, I want to go and row across the Atlantic. So they went, okay. So they rowed across the Atlantic, raising money for charity, all these kind of things. <coughs> Started rowing across the Atlantic. Halfway across, his friend turned to him and said, I've got something to tell you. And he said, what is it? And he said, I've been sleeping with your girlfriend for the past year. <laughs> what? <laughs> Halfway across the Atlantic. Okay. The idea of it was that it was the only place in the world that he could have them situated in a position where they could talk it through and hopefully get over it. His friend said to him, Right, uh, okay, well, listen, we have about, you know, 600 miles to go, so let's get on and do that, and I probably won't talk to you again. And they've never spoken since. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Apparently when they got off. You know when the Chilean miners came yeah. out of the mine, and all their mistresses and people were there, they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's apparently what happened. Apparently his got, girlfriend was his there. His girlfriend was at the end, she was like, oh, they were like, oh, it's all their faces. He was like, oh, God, he sold him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, Francis, everything is, is magnified when you're 16. That's true. Everything, everything, everything yeah. is magnified. Absolutely everything. That's why, do you know what? This we, is going we, back didn't, to, we didn't even answer that email. Yeah, we did. We sort of said, well, Luke, I mean, the thing is, everything, you know, as we said, everything is magnified. Everything seems so much worse than this. Trust me, in, a, in I mean, this will, you won't even remember this no. when you're older. You literally yeah. won't. So maybe, maybe just, you know, get, you know, keep your chin up and get on with things. Stick with your best mate as well, because in years to come, you'll probably laugh about it together. You would 100% laugh about it. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like me and my buddy did. We never <laughs> laughed about it. No. It's still awkward to this day, I think. Um, right, we have some reviews. Uh, we have one some um, In Love by Adam Bajay. Uh, hi, Jamie and Francis. I absolutely love your podcast. And it is the thing I look forward to at the end of the week. It's Aww. so funny that I was listening to it. One of my classes, and I laughed out loud, had every pair of eyes turned on me. Anyway, keep up the good work, Lizzie. That's great. That's like viral... Uh marketing because everyone will be like what are you laughing at yeah she'll be like sorry it's just jamie and francis's private parts we have one from jonathan wooster bloody amazing podcast boys great chemistry buzzing whenever there's a new one private parter private parter from worcester uh alex equals private parter a private parter from worcester is that what we call the listeners now are they called private parters oh you are that's a lovely way of Mm, yeah to all our listeners out there you are a private parters thank you all you private parters private parters i love that private parters um, it's a good job I don't use public transport to get to work because it definitely gets weird. Looks constantly bursting out laughing. Uh, from Harry Clue, five stars. Harry uh, Clough. Harry Clue. Uh, glue, sorry, five <laughs> stars. Uh, from Harry Clue. Travel Man UK. Incredibly funny and very dry. Good listen. Oh, that's great. Our private parters, we absolutely adore you. Thank you so much, Devin. Remember, if you do have any problems, have any issues, whether it's work, sex, uh, life-related, please... Please e- do. We're, we're perfectly qualified to advise you on any... Mm. And you can email us at private... Any issues. Do you have a diploma? We have a diploma <laughs> in advice. Please email us at privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. But we are not qualified doctors, so we're not qualified to give medical advice, but we can refer you to a doctor, not officially or in writing. But or we could just Google it. Yeah, we can just Google it. We don't need Google. Um, I tell you what we do need, though, is your diary, Francis. You ready? Uh, I, I also shout out to a private partner called Giacomo at Independent, who, who says, says he's loving the podcast, finding it very funny. Really? Is he a private yeah. partner? Yeah. Who is Giacomo? Giacomo is, is, is a friend of my girlfriend's. <laughs> but he's very bad at getting back to emails. So Giacomo, if you're listening, could you be a bit more responsive? Stop, stop listening and return. <laughs> stop listening. No, don't stop listening. No, listen, listen and then re- listen, laugh, and then go, oh, I'm laughing because of Francis. So and reply then I, to him. Yeah, so exactly. So you'll laugh to no, reply you. to Katie, yeah. And also what we do is we hope, you know, we're hoping every single week that this is wherever you are in the world, whatever your issues are, whatever <clears> your problems are, we hope we're cheering you up in some kind of way because <clears> that's the intention here, to have fun. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm ready. Monday, the 27th of March. Monday, the 27th of March. That was the date, yeah. Monday, the 27th of March. The shrill and piercing sound of our flat's intercom buzzer startled me awake on my pleasant Monday morning slumber. Who could that be? I checked my phone. 8am. On the dot. There is a rather fundamental problem with the intercom system at the moment, being that my flat... That is totally true. Two things which are bizarre when it comes to sort of your home living. When someone rings the buzzer... You always go like, who could that be? Mm-hmm. And if you... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. If, if your intercom goes, you go, who is that? Secondly, when, you're, when your home phone, if you have one, starts to ring. Who phones yeah. you on your who home phone? Who phones you on your home phone? So weird, apart from like cold caller, like mm. boiler rooms. And... <laughs> boiler rooms. <laughs> <laughs> but in the countryside, everyone leaves their doors open. But yeah. in London, everyone, it's all locked. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, there's that. I should get into that about leaving one's door open. Go ahead. Is that um, a euphemism? I, I, well, <laughs> no, it's not. In <laughs> fact, you it's saying quite, you, quite oh, you're making a joke about using. <clears throat> you're making a joke about using let, the back let me, door. Let me, let me get on with Do you, it. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not. You leave your back door open. Who could that be? I checked my phone. 8 a.m. on the dot. 
There is a rather fundamental problem with the intercom system between my flat and the front door at the moment, being that the camera feed on it doesn't actually work, you cannot hear anyone speaking, and it won't allow me to buzz anyone up. (laughs) (laughs) So it just rings, it just buzzes. So basically not much intercom at all. Uh, (laughs) So basically not much intercom at all. This means whenever someone rings the doorbell, I cannot see who it is, so I must leave the door ajar, run down two flights of stairs in whatever state of undress I might find myself in, to open the front door, often to find some dribbling baboon who had actually meant to ring the buzzer for the neighbouring flat. <laughs> well, it's actually a baboon? Yes, exactly. It's a family of baboons who lives next door. So, <laughs> so there's, they often drop by the other Why baboons. Why is it dribbling? Well, that, often baboons dribble. <laughs> You should really get a key card. I know. Well, also, they should really, you know, learn which flat's which. Yes. This always brightens my mood, as you can imagine. Well, seeing a baboon on the street dribbling. Well, I'd people, be quite happy. People, I'd love, I'd love it. People incorrectly ringing my doorbell. Oh, oh okay. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. That was a lie. It doesn't brighten my mood. In fact, it does quite the opposite. This morning, I run downstairs topless. Sorry, this morning I run downstairs topless in my box shorts in, in a sort of passive-aggressive protest to whomever felt the need to disturb me at this hour. You also, you also wear those boxes which are, are very loose-fitting. Yeah. So you know, you're thinking, wang out. That was actually the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I went on holiday to Dubai with uh, Spencer Matthews. Yeah. Okay. And um, <clears throat> he went to the bathroom really in the Atlantis Hotel. And the Atlantis Hotel has a huge corridor. So, I mean, so many people there, families, everything. Like that and he came out the bathroom and I was at the end of the corridor he started walking towards me and out his flies was his penis <laughs> and he wasn't he just... you know I, that same thing happened to me when I was at school wait, I... on, wait on. so his penis came out of his flies and I was going like this going like look down and he was walking towards me going what what look down I saw his penis was I was like and just hit the deck <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen that, this, I, in fact I talk about that in my first YouTube video that if you obviously haven't watched. I have, I saw that. Did you? Yeah, and your intros, and my penis was hanging out. Oh, well, so you only watched the intro. Well, Wait, you what watch happened? So when did your penis fall out? Well, uh, well, why don't you just watch the video? No, tell me what happened. I mean, yeah, I've got a bone to pick with you, Jamie, actually. What you know the it? video we filmed last time for your YouTube video, and mm. you said that you were going to leave a, a link to my YouTube channel. You never left a link. Is there no link? There's no link. Well, that is the Which makes me look stupid, because mm. I'm, leave- I'm pointing to a... <laughs> A square and saying, follow this square. <laughs> click on, click here Why to find no my link? channel. And uh, and uh, and there was no link. So it's just, I'm pointing up to nowhere. It's almost like a, someone commented, Jamie didn't put a link in your in, in his video. Brutal. Is there no link? <laughs> Are you threatened by my YouTube channel? Is that it? <laughs> you don't want me to. Wait, when was your when was your penis? When did your penis fall out? Tell when me. I was at school in America, I I just gone to the loo, and I. Uh, and I came out of the loo and realised, obviously, and I didn't realise, I was just walking around, obviously my flies were open and my boxes were quite loose-fitting. You're right, there is no link. Yeah, there's, 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 there is no, no link. link. How annoying. So, well, yeah. actually, just to make up for it, if you guys haven't already subscribed, please do check out my YouTube channel. Check out Francis' YouTube and channel. I put it, yeah, I'll talk, I'll talk about that anyway. Um, this morning, I run downstairs, topless, in just my box shorts, in a sort of passive-aggressive protest to whomever has decided to disturb me at this hour. I would have woken up at around this time anyway, but it must be on my own times or I get grumpy and short with the innocent. <laughs> with the innocent. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I swing open the door to find the postman holding a parcel addressed to me. I thank the postman and head upstairs. The parcel's from Sky. What on earth? I think to myself. As I open the parcel, I find it's a DVD of of The Wolf of Wall Street, a film I've already bloody seen, and I certainly didn't order. We already have a copy in Blu-ray, for Pete's sake. I rush up to my room and find Katie awake in bed after shaking her a bit. (laughs) Did you order this? I asked her. What? No, she responds, somewhat confused and bleary-eyed. I immediately call Sky. To explain that there must be some mistake and we've been incorrectly sent a copy of The Wolf of Wall Street that we didn't order. I'm informed that someone ordered it from Sky, from the Sky store, at 12.30pm last Friday afternoon. I slowly turn my head to the sunlight coming through the window as the penny drops and a wave of fury envelops my very being. That is the exact time that that ghastly American girl was watching TV <laughs> in the city. Oh right? no! It wasn't! Can you believe it? She had the cheek to order herself a fucking DVD. <laughs> And in fact, I've got I've got something here for you. What have you got? Proof that this is a wow. Oh my god! There's actually two our listeners right now. Francis has just given me a package saying, "Mr. Francis Paul," and it's the Wolf of Wall Street. And so, so as as a this is, I I thought we could give this away as a prize, as a as a prize Mm. to a listener who sends in uh, a jingle. Yes. I love that. A, j- a jingle. Or maybe, maybe not a jingle. What no, I think what we should do, so yeah, so we have the DVD, The Wolf of Wall Street. Which is signed by both Jamie and I. Which we will both sign. You'll have to take it out of the packaging to We'll sign have to it. take it out of the packaging, but it's actually in packaging. You can hear the packaging here. It's brand new. We will give this, yeah, as Francis said, we'll give this away as a prize to someone who uh, sends an email to privatepartspodcasts um, at gmail.com with the best problem and issue and will be live on our podcast next week mm, yeah. so whatever issue you have whether big or small but it has to be the funniest and the best and the most interesting one whoever sends us one and we will then give this as a prize and you'll be on our podcast next week Francis this raises some questions firstly you say you have the Blu-ray of Wolf of Wall Street yeah this was it clearly on display in your flat uh, no but I mean like okay. it, it's, she still went and ordered something secondly why isn't your skybox pin protected 
Well, it, it is, actually. How can she be. do that, then? She's guessed your pin. Yeah. Well, no, 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 do you know what? It's on a little piece of paper on the... On the uh, oh, OK. Well, because obviously... Yeah. Never, well, I mean, still, to go in and actually <laughs> enter <laughs> my pin. And it says, yeah. it says, I, would you like to purchase this for fourteen ninety nine? That's right, yeah. I was, yeah. I was in the next room working away, and I was like, oh, God, when is she going to leave? She's just watching TV, <laughs> milling about. And she probably thought, do you know how I can fuck off Francis Moore? I wow. I get to order this but, I mean, DVD. If you, if, you, if you are a new listener, uh, do listen to last week's podcast where I go uh, into quite a bit of detail on a very inconsiderate... An unexpected house guest uh, yeah. from from America via Spain. Um, <laughs> who, uh, yeah, it's quite it's quite a because of course even if you sent that to her and said, look, you ordered this, she couldn't play it no, because well, it's a no, British I mean, DVD. Obviously, I don't know how quickly she thought it was going to be delivered, or if she just did it literally to annoy I you. I think she did it just to annoy you. I mean, but there was no one in the house then, apart from her in the sitting room. And she also knew that the buzzer on your your door wasn't going to work. That you have to run Maybe down potentially topless. Maybe she cut the cable. <gasps> no, the plot thickens. Maybe this was all just a big. I don't know what is it a big conspiracy just to infuriate me. Yes, yes, it is. Well, it's worked. <laughs> Whoever the conspirators are, I take my hat off to you. Tuesday, the twenty eighth of March. Today started off great. I, ru- I woke up and rushed to a breakfast meeting to meet a friend of a friend who's looking for a diamond to propose to his girlfriend. How exciting. After this, I came home, got changed, and went for a run around Holland Park. After my run, I jumped in the shower and then sat down to my computer in my towel to write an email to arrange for the intercom to be fixed. I was mid-paragraph when the buzzer rang. <laughs> Can't wait to find out who it is this time. And I let out an almighty gasp of despair. I rushed out the door in my towel to see who was ringing. It was... <laughs> You're always naked when you answer the door. <clears throat> well, I, Perhaps I, that's the conspiracy. Perhaps all the next-door neighbours get people to ring your doorbell so they can see your topless body. It was once again some daft prick trying to deliver something to the neighbours. Ah, <laughs> uh, to the baboons? Yes, yes, oh. to the baboons. Um, I spent a couple of moments patronising him about one and two are very different numbers and actually denote different flats before slamming the door to get back to my email with a fresh case study to demonstrate the supreme annoyance of a broken intercom system. As I reached my flat, however, I realised that in my haste, not without some quiet panic, that I had forgotten to... Wait, no. I realised... I really, as I reached my flat, I realised, not without some quiet panic, that I had forgotten to put the latch on the door... <laughs> that I had forgotten to put my flat on the latch... So I was locked out in the middle of the day with no phone in a towel. Oh, oh no. my God. I've done that. Really? I've done that. I've done that. I, I can't tell you how annoyed I was. I had come back from a really long weekend. I was so tired. You know when you're so hungry. Um, I, my wallet I had left at home and so it was in the house. And I'd gone into the house, put my wallet in there, and I'd gone out to go and get food. Went out to go and get food. I was so excited, so tired. All these kids in like shorts. It was cold, a t-shirt. Ran back to the house to go and eat all this delicious food I have. And I had locked myself out. And I had to phone a locksmith who took an hour and a half to How get did you, it. Do you had your phone though? Uh, yeah, I had my phone. So I was in a towel, right? I was <sighs> in a towel, locked out in the middle of the day on a <sighs> Tuesday. It's the worst. Could you possibly give us an example of the noise you made at that point? <clears throat> uh, I actually... I actually um, let out a gasp of despair, I think. It was yeah. worried, How was it? I was... Oh! <laughs> that was quite sexual. I, thought. I liked it, though. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked it, because I did not like it one bit. 
Um, so I actually had to, I actually, actually had to go around knock, knocking on the, the neighbors' doors. In a towel, topless. In a towel, topless, in the middle of the day, trying to get them to let me into the, to, so I could climb through. Eventually, an hour and a half later, <laughs> my neighbor, and, my, and I had to basically, I had to put, like, lodge the door open, the downstairs door, so I didn't get locked out of the actual <laughs> building. <laughs> um, and I, eventually, I, someone opened the door for the next thing, and I had to climb a ladder two stories what? into my, in, through my bathroom window in a towel. <laughs> Like literally, and you know, you know how like uh, you know, window there's little small windows. They have this the, the little latch or like yeah. little um, hooks on them, and I like scrape my belly on the hook. Oh. So painful. And uh, I, can got, ma- I can imagine the neighbours looking yeah. up saying, "That I baboon's can, had a shave." Yeah, I can also picture it so well. What's that shave baboon doing? <laughs> and and, uh, and so I finally, uh, you know, I got in, and I, I think you know, I don't need to, I don't need to. Explain how the tone of my email had changed <laughs> as I sat down at my computer. I like that. That was amazing. Uh, so that how that, irritated that was. Uh, that was extremely irritating. Um, and but luckily the uh, the the um, yeah luckily the uh, intercom is being fixed on Monday. So I'm quite excited about that. Uh, and okay, well Saturday, April the first. Today I enlisted the. Uh, today I enlisted Katie. Today you enlisted. Today you I enlisted. enlisted. Today I enlisted. Enlisted into the army. Is that enlisting? Into no. The, okay. <laughs> today I enlisted Katie's services as a camerawoman to walk around with me in Notting Hill and film me meeting dogs and Gordon Ramsay, my best friend. Eating dogs. Eating dogs. Beating dogs. You <laughs> were beating dogs. Meeting dogs. <laughs> you got, what are you even talking to them? You're not Doctor Doolittle. <clears throat> what are you doing? I met no okay. So you met Gordon Ramsay. So, who, by okay, the way, no, no, is my alter ego okay, who looks like me. No, no. Again, no, let me finish. My, <laughs> okay, okay. Let, you're so, stealing my thunder. My, gags, my thunder. No, okay. So no. So basically, I got Katie, who's much shorter than me, to to walk around with me whilst they film my second YouTube video, which is obviously live now. Uh, it's obviously an uh, an expose, an explosive expose on the fact that I don't actually live in Chelsea. I live in. Notting Hill. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, so I was taking uh, my YouTube subscribers on a on a tour of Notting Hill uh, to give them a, a bit of a taste of an average ordinary Saturday on uh, uh, you know on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, not only did I bump into various lovely fairy friends, but I also bumped into uh, my good friend Gordon Ramsay. What did he have to of, say of the nightly show and? More, more recognised yeah. probably uh, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> the, the Nightly Show. Why would you ever use that reference? <laughs> just wouldn't, would you? <laughs> That's like saying like Hugh Grant. That was you known for music and lyrics. That was the, that was good <laughs> for a male prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I so I interviewed uh, Gordon Ramsay on my YouTube channel about his protege's new restaurant, and uh, and uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it was it was quite funny. I was so excited to bump into him. That I think you can sort of visibly see the excitement on my on my face in the video. Um, but was he nice? It really nice, yeah. But I, I, I do you know who you were? He just really looks like you without makeup. I don't wear like you makeup. makeup. I don't wear makeup. He looks like you if you had no, had no Botox and no, and you're not wearing your makeup. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He does. No, yeah. He doesn't. He's he a lot does. big. He's like six foot four as well. Yeah, he is much taller than you. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look. He looks a little so bit. He looks like, like you. a taller version of you without makeup. <laughs> I don't wear makeup. I don't wear makeup. Um, 
But uh, anyway, do you know who you were? Do you go, hello, Francis? Well, we've met once before, actually. I think did... I met him with you at the cricket. Though. Yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, so anyway, he was very friendly and, and, and supportive of my uh, YouTube channel. And, uh, and I think, I think that's, uh, that's where I'll leave it today. That was also April Fool's. And, and, uh, oh, God. Most of it wasn't. Sent... None of that actually happened. None of that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you may see, uh, you know, if you follow my YouTube screen. What, that you've done April Fool's, but not on April Fool's, because April Fool's has passed. Everyone, please go and do check out my YouTube channel. Can you stop plugging your well, stuff? Stop plugging. Because you're not going yeah, to. But you, you, but also, to... you have to do If you're going to plug something, you have to do it in a subtle way. You can't just say, look, hey, guys, go and uh, subscribe. You have to say... Guys, if you want to hear more about that Gordon Ramsay incident, please do subscribe yeah, to my YouTube Yeah, but you want to make channel. it more casual. You want to be like, say, hey, about this, about private parts, right? So, you know what also I notice? I, you're one of my featured channels on my YouTube channel, and I'm not even on yours. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a bit threatened by my YouTube channel. You think I've I'm also got another joke for you guys. You're before. a bit 60, you're 60,000 subscribers. A bit worried I'm coming wanna, up, chasing up the rear with do my <laughs> do, you, do you want to hear another joke before we God. go? Yeah. What is Beethoven's favourite fruit? I don't know. What? A banana na na, banana na na. I thought it would be something along those lines. <laughs> Listen to everyone, thank you so much for tuning in once again. Uh, we absolutely love you. As always, please get in touch. We love the reviews, comments, everything. Please do keep reviewing. We need the constant feedback to feel worth um, And as Francis <laughs> said, we do have a, a prize, a gift, The Wolf of Wall Street, a brand new DVD. A signed copy of The Wolf of Wall Street by us and a forged signature by Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we get it to anyone who's going to email him us with the best... Um, problem they have and we're going to get them on a live call next week um, and also please remember to subscribe because it is free there we go and actually if you subscribe it's very clever what, what YouTube does it actually gives you an alert every time a new episode's uploaded so it's effortless you don't need to go searching for it it just comes on your phone but not in that Does way it, it comes on your phone it just comes into your phone <laughs> Filth, as no, always. No, it just like you go to and then it goes. <laughs> and as always, as always, um, we love to leave you on something uh, positive and something. Um, wait, hold on, what's the negative? Word? No, no, what's the word that I always say? Something uplifting, inspiration. That's it. As always, we love to leave uh, the podcast with something inspirational from Francis Ball. So, Francis, please inspire us. Is that it? You will all be inspired today and you will be happy and you will approach the weekend with ebullience and zest. (laughs) Till next time, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, 
and monetize their podcast everywhere. ACAST.com.